Hey there, welcome back. Thanks for 171k. Uh, we just listened to how the Republicans screwed themselves. Trump completely loses it in new bizarre posts. 57 minutes ago. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. As he faces justice. Platform are getting crazier and crazier and more disturbed each and every day. As I've said before, and I'm just saying it again now, if you had a family member or friend or neighbor... I said everybody call the DOJ and demand they stop giving this MF or motherfucker preferential treatment. Lock him up now. Or co-worker who is posting these types of things, you would almost certainly seek to get petitioned for an involuntary psychological hold over the individual. This is somebody, I'm going to read you these posts, that the modern-day Republican Party, which is now the MAGA Republican Party, they want to give him the nuclear codes again. Knowing full well that he was showing guests the nuclear codes and maps of military yeah. operations and highly classified information about our weapon systems and keeping it in shower and in the auditorium and cuddling with it at, at night and saying, hey, doesn't this make me look cool? Aren't I better than the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley? This is someone who is unfit to be anywhere near any position of power or leadership. Yet the modern-day Republican Party view him as their cult leader, view him as their authoritarian emperor. It is so bizarre and dangerous and we can't cover our eyes and close our ears to this reality that this is taking place. I know the large media networks want to treat this as normal, but it is not here. Let's pull up this post. You'll see what I'm talking about. Donald Trump writes, this persecution is being done by the same weaponized agency that for seven years have been running illegal psychological warfare campaigns huh? against the American people. <laughs> Repeat what he just said right there. The persecution is being done by the same weaponized agencies that for seven years have been running illegal psychological warfare campaigns huh? against the American people. You know, early in my career uh, at the law firm that I worked at, I would get messages like this in all caps or just like this talking about how satellite dishes were engaged in mind control and uh, you know, and, and that they were causing them and the CIA to do all of the, like, I get crazy stuff like, like, this is that, okay? And it's being done by the leader of the modern day Republican Party. I don't think I need to comment further on that post other than it is utterly dangerous and false and sickening and just weird as well. Um, here's the next post. Political persecution, all in caps. He writes, political persecution. Here's uh, the next post. Donald Trump goes, it's no coincidence that these charges against me 
came down the very same day evidence revealed Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe from Ukraine. Donald Trump's given away the game right here of what the MAGA Republicans are doing. There is no evidence at all that Joe Biden took a $5 million bribe, right? What the MAGA Republicans have been claiming is that a Russian document of an asset of Vladimir Putin's that filed a complaint three years ago to the FBI using what's called an FD-1023 form about something that he claimed happened seven years ago that somebody told him secondhand hearsay within hearsay in Russian. This was a document that was totally rejected by Bill Barr when he received it in 2020. And how do we know that it was rejected? Because if he believed it was credible, he would have appointed a special counsel to investigate it. That would have been the procedure. He did not do it. So they could say whatever they want to say, but we know that Bill Barr um, had somebody look into it, um, a uh, United States attorney in Pennsylvania. They rejected it. No special counsel was appointed. In fact, Bill Barr at that time was like, keep these crazy documents away from me because it is undermining my other ability to try to help Trump uh, engage in his witch hunt of Joe Biden in other ways. Stop giving me these crazy documents laundered through Rudy Giuliani. But aren't they giving away the game here where Donald Trump is on audio recording um, talking about showing classified records? That actually is evidence. That's not hearsay. That is a statement of a party opponent, a criminal defendant. Donald Trump, there's photographs of Donald Trump having these classified records in his bathroom and in his shower and uh, unguarded in auditoriums. That's actually evidence. So what do they do when there's recordings? Just accuse Biden. Say, hey, we've got an FD 1023 form that talks about recording. See, recording there, recording here. Oh, it's all just a mess right now. Both sides this. Recordings, recordings. No. The allegations against Biden is not evidence. It's hearsay on top of hearsay that is planted in Russian that is about something from seven years ago that was rejected over and over again because it is attempt to try to harm our democracy by Putin. I'll show you the next post by Trump. He writes, Joe Biden will forever, it's all projection with Trump too, Joe Biden will forever be remembered as not only the most corrupt president in the history of our country, but perhaps even more importantly, the president who, together with a band of his closest thugs, misfits, and Marxists, tried to destroy American democracy. And again, this is the tactic. It is a simple tactic historically used by authoritarians utilizing propaganda, and that is just accuse the other person of everything that you've done. Accuse them. Make the lie the biggest possible lie. Now, normally, in the past, in our history of our democracy, we didn't have agents of chaos and authoritarianism like Fox and Newsmax and all this right-wing extremism media. And in the past, large media networks truly appreciated their role as the fourth estate, and they would not perpetuate the lies that were being told. They would call it out, but see, not anymore. Now you, you make these big lies, 
Fox and all of them post it and they talk about it. And the large media networks say, here's what's just being reported in other stories. And then you have the proliferation of disinformation. It is utterly, utterly despicable. And that's why we call that conduct out here in the Midas Touch Network. You, we, we all refuse to be gaslit by this stuff. We know that this behavior is anti-American and not normal. We're going to keep calling it out. Here's what Donald Trump's next post is. They want to take away my freedom, and that's all in caps, because I will never let them take away your freedom. They are not coming after me. They are coming after you. I just happen to be standing in their way, and I will never be moving. On November 5th, 2024, justice will be done. We will take back our country, and we will make America great again. Let's face it. Donald Trump doesn't give a crap about any of his supporters other than them as tools for his authoritarian reign and for his authoritarian power. That is all he cares about. What these MAGA Republicans do is they weaponize terms like freedom and our constitution. They weaponize these words and say they're stealing your freedom. They're taking away your freedom. And again, it is then spread these lies through Places like Fox and Newsmax and all the right-wing extremist networks that are funded by billionaires who are ultimately trying to screw over workers, who are trying to screw over 99% of Americans. And oftentimes some of these billionaires view Donald Trump as just a tool in their means to hoist up an oligarchy, not, of course, also learning lessons from history that at any given moment the authoritarian will turn on you if you do that. But that is this completely despicable alliance that exists that spreads all of these lies and disinformation. There is nothing free or freedom about what Donald Trump or Ron DeSantis or what the modern MAGA, Day Repu MAGA Republicans want to do. They want to go into your doctor's office and they want to control your body. They want to go into your bedroom. They want to tell you which religion that you have to follow. They want to control every aspect of your life. They want to tell you who you can marry and who you can love. This is the modern day Republican. There's a modern day Republican Party. Nothing freedom about that. And of course, here you have the grift. Donald Trump saying to all my supporters on Truth Social, by the way, what do they call uh, the main propaganda paper in the Soviet Union? Pravda, truth. Why do you call it truth social? Again, to spread the lies and to gaslight. And that is just, would make Orwell blush about Orwell, Orwell's predictions in 1984. Um, so he's raising money off of this. And then here comes one of these uh, these, these uh, right-wing media, RSB Network, I think that's where Marjorie Taylor Greene's boyfriend works. And, and here's the article. Trump calls out weaponized federal agencies for waging illegal psychological warfare campaigns against the American people. Again, it is such a bizarre and dangerous and it's a lie that is so disgusting that there's really no other words for it other than for us to say this individual, this sick trader, this disgusting, disgusting criminal trader should be nowhere near a position of power. It's not, a, it's not even a Democrat Republican. If you love our country, if you love our democracy, you can't have this individual anywhere near power. This is someone who is 
delusional and, and, and dangerous. Um, finally, here's the grift. Really big fundraising, even greater polls since the radical left indictment hoax was initiated by misfits mutants, Marxists, and communists. Thank you. Mutants and Marxists and communists. Or maybe you stole information, you stole classified documents, you stole sensitive compartmented information, you lied about it, you tried to then uh, conceal it and deceive the Department of Justice, you showed these records to people saying idiotic things like, oh, isn't this cool, aren't I better than uh, Chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, Mark Milley, ha ha ha, isn't this great? You're, you know, we have audio recordings, we have text messages, we've got photographs, we have what your own former lawyers say about you. How about that you stole documents that didn't belong to you that have significantly harmed our national security, that result in Americans dying, this type of information, that result in our troops being killed, that result in our allies being significantly harmed. That is what you did. And for anybody who supports that conduct, you are supporting authoritarianism, and it's just that simple. Let's keep building this pro-democracy coalition where we have liberals, progressives, independents, people not affiliated with political parties, actual conservatives. Let's come together. We may disagree here and there, but we ultimately fundamentally love our country, love our constitution, love our democracy, and we want to speak compassionately and intelligently, and we want to preserve our humanity. Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. Hit subscribe. We're on our way to 1.5 million subscribers. Check us out at patreon.com slash Midas Touch wherever you get audio podcasts. Make sure you subscribe to the Midas Touch podcast. All right, hit subscribe on our YouTube and have a great day. Lock him up. Indictment season is upon us. Celebrate with the new indictment yes. season t-shirt and v-neck exclusively is. at store.midastouch.com. Indictment season. Trump has the worst of his life and then immediately grifts. Hi, and welcome back to the soup. As usual, I'm your tour guide through the miasma, the turgid miasma of Washington, D.C. Longtime <laughs> White House correspondent Brian Kemp here. And today, shall we say it, Donald Trump, yes, showed up in court, was arraigned on an indictment, 37 counts involving the case at Mar-a-Lago and classified documents. Whatever else is said, let's just run through the basic facts of what you've seen today. And I urge you to read the indictment. Better yet, I'll put it on my podcast. I'll read it to you. It's this simple. Donald Trump was asked to return documents. Donald Trump said he had returned all the documents. Donald Trump's lawyer wrote a letter saying as much. The source told the DOJ that he had not done so. Government searched Mar-a-Lago. They didn't raid it. They searched it. Trust me, I've been on FBI raids. Far more violent, loud, noisy than just walking up and searching a place. They found cartons of documents. Some of them were found in a bathroom with a body chandelier. Others were found in a room with a copy machine. That's, that's right. Among those were some of the most sensitive documents this government has. Trump claimed he had the right to keep the documents after he first claimed that the FBI set him up. But witnesses said that uh, he had moved the documents around. That's why Donald Trump is being 
brain. That's why he was arraigned today. It is nothing to do with politics. It has everything to do with Donald Trump and an unforced error. And there's nothing that you can say about Donald Trump that will ever convince any of his uh, many, many followers, millions of them, that what he did was wrong. But listen to this. A little over an hour after leaving Miami, while Donald Trump was still in flight, he sent out an invitation for his supporters to send him more money. Billionaire flying on his own private jet wants you to give between 27 47 I don't know why, between those amounts, that much money to him. So he can continue his fight against the system, which he says is out to get him. The details of this are really chilling and darkly comic. Former President of the United States stores government documents in a bathroom which locks on the inside. Governments across this world pay millions, if not billions, into their own their, their own CIAs in all these countries that are our, our friends. They, they spend millions, if not billions of dollars, trying to find out the secrets of the U.S. government. Who knew all they had to do was pay for a night at Mar-a-Lago, walk up to the concierge, and give them the secret password? Chandelier. Look, this is the system working. I've said it time and time again. The raiment came down fast and furious. It had to. All of those who are now bit, who once bitched that uh, Jack Smith and, of course, Merrick Garland didn't take enough time to do what they were supposed to do, you know, or they were waiting too long to do it, now bitching about the judge picking the case. This is progress, folks. For the very first time, a president of the United States has been indicted for a very serious felony, obstruction of justice. And it isn't over yet. There are still two other cases that are ongoing. And today, as well, Donald didn't have a good day. The judge allows E. Jean Carroll to amend her defamation lawsuit to seek more money from Donald Trump because of what he said in his recent CNN town hall. The man can't help himself. It, this is all of his making. For those in his circle who don't understand that, please just look at the facts. Does Donald Trump sound the death knell for the American century? Who knows? Was it Nixon, Vietnam? Mm -mm. This is a fight that's been going on forever. Donald Trump is the embodiment of what we were told by our forefathers. The price of liberty is eternal vigilance. Arresting Donald Trump and charging him with this felony shows that no one is above the law and that we must always be vigilant. Thank you so much. Have fun. Catch you next time. I'm Brian Karam. The website is JustAskTheQuestion.com. The book is Free the Press, and you can catch me every week with a weekly column on Salon.com. Thanks. Catch you next time. Hey, Midas Mighty. Love this report? Continue the conversation by following us on Instagram, at Midas Touch. Keep up with the most important news of the day. What are you waiting for? Follow us now. The court was arraigned on an indictment, 37 counts involving the case at Mar-a-Lago and classified documents. Look, whatever else is said, let's just run through the basic facts of what you've seen today. And I urge you to read the indictment. Better yet, I'll put it on my podcast. I'll read it to you. It's this simple. Donald Trump was asked to return documents. Donald Trump said he had returned all the documents. Donald Trump's lawyer wrote a letter saying as much. A source told the DOJ that he had not done so. The government searched Mar-a-Lago. They didn't raid it. They searched it. Trust me, I've been on FBI raids far more violent, loud, noisy than just walking up 
and searching places. She found cartons of documents. Some of them were found in a bathroom with a body chandelier. Others were found in a room with a copy machine. That's right. Gonna go Among those... um, find his podcast because he reads it. Just ask the question. I am Brian Caraman. Guess what we're going to do this week, folks? Uh, I've had a request from many people who say they just don't have time to read the indictment. The United States of America versus Donald J. Trump and Joaquin Nauta. The defendants in the indictment, the grand jury charges in several allegations. So, in order to help you people out, reading it in voices, commentary, and with Pinocchio. Hopefully, is myself. So, sit back and relax and enjoy it. And here's the story it, it reads almost like. like a really good narrative. In this modern age of misinformation and disease, just ask the question newsletter. Let's do the BS and get to the truth. With Brian's in-depth articles, columns, and exclusive content not released anywhere else. Get the scoop and stay in the know. Sign up for the Just Ask the Question newsletter. Now at slash Page one, the United States of America versus Donald J. Trump and Waltina Alta defendants. Indictment, the grand jury charges that general allegations at times material to this indictment on or about the dates and approximate times stated below. Introduction, one, defendant Donald J. Trump was the 45th president of the United States of America. I'm telling you, he thinks he didn't get any respect. He held office from January 20th, 2017 until January 20th, 2021. As President Trump had lawful access to the most sensitive classified documents and national defense information gathered and owned by the United States government, 
including information from the agencies that comprise the United States intelligence community and the United States Department of Defense. That's some heavy lifting. Number two, over the course of his presidency, Trump gathered newspapers, press clippings, letters, notes, cards, photographs, official documents, and other materials in, I don't even know what I know what those are, in cardboard boxes that he kept in the White House. As a reporter, I can tell you there were several times we saw him carry them out, too. Among the materials Trump stored in his boxes were hundreds of classified documents. Number three. The classified documents Trump stored in his boxes included information regarding defense and weapons capabilities of both the United States and foreign countries. At chance I'll ever trust us again. United States nuclear programs, potential vulnerabilities of the United States, potential vulnerabilities of the United States and its allies to military attack plans for possible retaliation in response to a foreign attack. Guess I'll have to redraw those. The unauthorized disclosure of these classified documents could put at risk the national security of the United States, foreign relations, the safety of the United States military, and human sources, and the continued viability of sensitive intelligence collection methods. He's screwing the spies, too. Or telling you where all the microphones and cameras are. At 12 p.m., that would be noon, on January 20th, 2021, Trump ceased to be president. Yes, I remember that day well. As he departed the White House, Trump caused scores of boxes, many of which contain classified documents, to be transported to the Mar-a-Lago Club in Palm Beach, Florida, where he maintained his residence. Trump was not authorized to possess or retain those classified documents. We witnessed him doing this on the South Lawn. Number five, the Mar-a-Lago Club was an active social club, which, between January 2021 and August 2022, hosted events for 10,000 members and guests. After Trump's presidency, the Mar-a-Lago Club was not an authorized location for the storage, possession, review, display, or discussion of classified documents. Nevertheless, Trump stored his boxes containing classified documents in various locations at the Mar-a-Lago Club. All we need is the music in the background, a little salsa to go with it, including in a ballroom, what I say, a bathroom and shower, an office space, as his bedroom, and a storage room. Number six, on two occasions in 2021, Trump showed classified documents to others as follows. A. In July 2021, at Trump National Golf Club in Bedminster, New Jersey, the Bedminster Club, well, at least he's original, during an audio-recorded meeting with a writer, a publisher, and two members of his staff, none of whom possessed a security clearance, Trump showed and described a plan of attack, quote, plan of attack, unquote, that Trump said was prepared for him by the Department of Defense and a senior military official. Trump told the individuals that the plan was, quote, unquote, highly confidential and, quote, secret, end quote. Trump also said, quote, as president, I could have declassified it. Now I can't, you know, but this is still a secret, period, end of quotation. Number B, in August or September of 2021 at the Badminster Club, Trump showed a representative of his political action committee who did not possess a security clearance a classified map 
related to a military operation and told a representative that he should not be showing it to the representative and the representative should not get too close. That's hilarious. <laughs> Don't get too close. You may burn. Don't look at it. Number seven. On March 30th, 2022, the Federal Bureau of Investigation, the FBI, opened a criminal investigation into the unlawful retention of classified documents at the Mar-a-Lago Club. A federal grand jury investigation began the next month. The grand jury issued a subpoena requiring Trump to turn over all documents with classified markings. Trump endeavored to obstruct the FBI and grand jury investigations and conceal his continued retention of classified documents by, among other things, well, A, suggesting that his attorney falsely represent to the FBI and grand jury that Trump did not have any documents called for by the grand jury investigation. B, directing defendant Waltine Alta to move boxes of documents to conceal them from Trump's attorney, the FBI, and the grand jury. C, suggesting that his attorney hide or destroy documents called for by the grand jury subpoena. It only gets better. D, providing to the FBI and grand jury just some of the documents called for by the grand jury subpoena while claiming that he was cooperating fully. He lied. And E, causing a certification to be submitted to the FBI and grand jury falsely representing that all documents called for by the grand jury subpoena had been produced, while knowing that, in fact, not all such documents had been produced. Eight, as a result of Trump's retention of classified documents after his presidency and refusal to return them, hundreds of classified documents were not recovered by the United States government until 2022, as follows. On January 17th, of nearly one year after Trump left office and after months of demands of the National Archives and Records Administration for Trump to provide all missing presidential records, Trump, Trump provided only 15 boxes, which contained 197 documents with classification markings. Hey, Just Ask the Question podcast listeners. If you've got a second, head on over to Twitter and follow our official page, JATQ Podcast. That's JATQ Podcast. In this modern age of misinformation and deceit, Just Ask the Questions newsletter cuts through the BS and gets to the truth. With Brian's in-depth articles, columns, and exclusive content not found anywhere else. Get the scoop and stay in the know. Sign up for the Just Ask the Question newsletter now at substack.com slash JATQ podcast. B. On June 3rd, in response to a grand jury subpoena, Trump declared his candidacy for presidency for his new uh, November 15th of 2022. This investigation began before he declared. So on June 3rd, in response to a grand jury subpoena demanding the production of all documents with classified markings, Trump's attorney provided to the FBI 38 more documents with classification markings. C, on August 8th. Pursuant to a court-authorized search warrant, the FBI recovered from Trump's office and a storage room at the Mar-a-Lago Club 102 more documents with classified markings. Now let's talk about Trump's co-conspirator, this lucky devil. 
His future is ruined. Uh, this is uh, number nine on page four. Defendant Nalto was a member of the United States Navy, stationed as a valet in the White House during Trump's uh, presidency. He's also a former naval cook, I believe. Beginning in August of 2021, he became an executive assistant in the office of Donald J. Trump and served as Trump's personal aide or quote-unquote body man. Nalto reported to Trump, worked closely with Trump, and traveled with Trump. Pretend the Mar-a-Lago Club. Dun, da, 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 da. Uh, all right, Barry Manilow should be playing there. Uh, number 10, the Mar-a-Lago Club was, was located on South Ocean Boulevard in Palm Beach, Florida, and included Trump's residence, more than 25 guest rooms, two ballrooms, a spa, a gift store, exercise facilities, office space, and an outdoor pool and patio. As of January 21, the Mar-a-Lago Club had hundreds of members and was staffed by more than 150 full-time, part-time, and temporary employees. I wonder if any of them had uh, um, mm, classification. Anyway, number 11, between January 2021 and August of 2022, the Mar-a-Lago Club hosted more than 150 social events, including weddings, movie premieres, and fundraisers that together drew tens of thousands of guests. Number 12, you know, this is on page 5. The United States Secret Service, the Secret Service, provided protection services to Trump and his family after he left office, including at the Mar-a-Lago Club, but it was not responsible for the protection of Trump's boxes or their contents. Trump did not inform the Secret Service that he was storing boxes containing classified documents at the Mar-a-Lago Club. Hmm. Classified information. Number 13. National security information was information owned by, produced by, produced for, and under the control of the United States government. Pursuant to Executive Order 12958, signed on April 17, 1995, as amended by Executive Order 13292, and on March 25, 2003, and Executive Order 13526, on December 29, 2009, Look it up to see who the presidents were. National security information was classified as top secret, secret, or confidential. As follows. A. Information was classified as top secret. The unauthorized disclosure of that information reasonably could be expected to cause exceptionally grave damage to the national security that the original classification authority was able to identify or describe. B. Information was classified as merely secret if the unauthorized disclosure of that information reasonably could be expected to cause serious damage to the national security and the original classification authority was able to identify or describe. Much the same as number two. Number three, C. Information was classified as confidential if the unauthorized disclosure of that information reasonably could be expected to cause damage to the national security and that the original classification authority was able to identify or describe. 14, I don't know why they did three paragraphs for that, but okay. Number 14, the classification marking no foreign, quote, N-O-F-O-R-N, all in caps, unquote, stood for not releasable to foreign nationals and denoted that dissemination of that information was limited to United States persons, which you think Donald Trump would take seriously with all his ranting and ravings about foreign nationals coming over from other countries. Anyway, number 15, 
classified information related to intelligence sources, methods, and analytical processes was designated as sensitive compartmented information, SCI. SCI was to be processed, stored, used, or discussed in an accredited, sensitive, compartmented information facility. You know it is SCIF and SCIF, and Donald says that's something else. Anyway, only individuals with the appropriate security clearance and additional SCI permissions were authorized to have access to such national security information. When the vulnerability of or threat to, this is 16, to specific classified information was exceptional and the normal criteria for determining eligibility for access, classified information were insufficient to protect the information from unauthorized disclosure, the United States could establish SAPSs, quote SAPs, special access programs, to further protect the classified information. The number of these programs was to be kept at an absolute minimum and limited to programs in which the number of persons who ordinarily would have access would be reasonably small and commensurate with the objective of providing enhanced protection for the information involved. Only individuals with the appropriate security clearance and additional SAP permissions were authorized to have access to such national security information, which was subject to enhanced handling and storage requirements. You get where this is going. Number 17, pursuant to Executive Order 13526, information classified at any level could be lawfully accessed only by persons determined by an appropriate United States government official to be eligible for access to classified information and who had signed an approved non-disclosure agreement, received a security clearance, and who had a quote-unquote, need to know the classified information. After this presidency, Trump was authorized to possess or retain classified documents. <laughs> Castle thunder right there, folks. Number 18, Executive Order 13526 provided that a former president could obtain a waiver of the quote-unquote need-to-know requirement if the agency head or senior agency official of the agency that originated the classified information, one, determined in writing that access was consistent with the interest of national security, and two, took appropriate steps to protect this classified information from unauthorized disclosure or compromise and ensured that the information was safeguarded in a manner consistent with the order. Trump dun, 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 did not obtain any such waiver after his presidency. Executive branch departments and agencies whose classified documents Trump retained after his presidency. That'll be the next topic we take on, on page 7 of the 49-page <laughs> indictment of Donald J. Trump. And that's the way it is. We're going to take a short commercial break. When we come back, we'll have more. Hey, you. Yeah, you. We're talking to you, and we need your help. As you probably know, independent journalism is a vital pillar of our democracy. Like everything else, it's not free. We're asking all longtime listeners of the show to help support us by becoming a member on Patreon. For the price of a latte, you can help guard democracy. Join us today at patreon.com slash podcast to help us keep bringing you the podcast you love and the facts you deserve. 
for those of you who just can't be bothered to read, I'm reading it for you. I hope you enjoy it. It's a one-act play in 49 pages. The indictment of Donald J. Trump. Unbelievable as it is. We're at uh, page 7. And number 19, the executive branch departments and agencies whose classified documents Trump retained after his presidency. This will be fun. As part of his initial duties as president, Trump received intelligent briefings from briefings from high-level United States government officials, including briefings from the director of the Central Intelligence Agency, comma, the chairman of the Joint Chiefs of Staff, comma, senior White House officials, and a designated briefer. He regularly received a collection of classified intelligence from the United States intelligence community, that would be USIC, known as the President's quote-unquote daily brief. Number 20. The USIC's mission was to collect, analyze, and deliver former foreign intelligence and counterintelligence information to American leaders, including the President, policymakers, law enforcement, and the military so they can make sound decisions to protect the United States. The USIC consisted of United States executive branch departments and agencies responsible for the conduct of foreign relations and the protection of national security. They have the, you know, the nation's uh, interest at heart. Anyway, number 21, after his presidency, Trump retained classified documents originated by or implicating the equities of multiple USIC members and other executive branch departments and agencies, including the following. And folks, this is where it gets damn interesting. Of the documents that Donald Trump kept, A, he kept them from the Central Intelligence Agency. CIA was responsible for providing intelligence on foreign countries and global issues to the president and other policymakers to help them make national security decisions. B, uh-huh, ready? The Department of Defense, DOD, was responsible for providing the military forces needed to deter war and ensure national security. Some of the executive branch agencies comprising the USIC were within the DOD. C, <sighs> yes, just guess. Ah, I'll tell you. National Security Agency. The National Security Agency was a combat support agency within DOD and a member of the USIC responsible for foreign signals intelligence and cyber security. Say that again. Cyber security. This included collecting, processing, and disseminating to United States policymakers and military leaders foreign intelligence derived from communications and information systems, protecting national security systems, and enabling computer network operations. Yeah. All right, D. We getting this yet? D, the National Geospatial Intelligence Agency, kind of a really cool name, and uh, to be honest with you, I'd heard of them, but only peripherally until this indictment. The National Geospatial Intelligence Agency was a combat support agency within DOD responsible for the exploitation and analysis of imagery, imagery intelligence, and geospatial information in support of the national security objectives of the United States, and the geospatial intelligence requirements of DOD, the Department of State, and other federal agency. Analysis of imagery. Yeah. Imagery intelligence. Mm-hmm. He also kept E, 
the National Reconnaissance Office. The National Reconnaissance Office was an agency within DOD responsible for developing, acquiring, launching, and operating space-based surveillance and reconnaissance systems that collected and delivered intelligence to enhance national security. What hasn't been compromised? Oh, wait a minute. The Department of Energy. No, wait. Yep. F, the Department of Energy. The Department of Energy was responsible for maintaining a safe, secure, and effective nuclear deterrent to protect national security, including ensuring the effectiveness of the United States nuclear weapon stockpile without nuclear explosive testing. Hello. Giving away the store. G, Department of State and Bureau of Intelligence and Research. The Department of State was responsible for protecting and promoting United States security, prosperity, and democratic values. Within the Department of State, the Bureau of Intelligence and Research was a member of the USIC and responsible for providing uh, intelligence to inform diplomacy and support United States diplomats. Now we're on page nine, Trump's public statements on classic information. On classified information, that's right, not classic rock, classified information. Number 22. This is where they laid out for you what Donald is using as a measuring stick. As a candidate for President of the United States, Donald Trump made the following public statements, among others, about classified information. A. On August 18, 2016, Donald Trump stated, quote, in my administration, I'm going to enforce all laws concerning the protection of classified information. No one, no one will be above the law. End quote. B, on September 6, 2016, Trump stated, quote, You also need to fight this battle by collecting intelligence and then protecting, protecting our classified secrets. We can't have someone in the Oval Office who doesn't understand the meaning of the word confidential or classified, end quote. September 7th, 2016, Trump stated, quote, one of the first things we must do is enforce all classified rules and enforce all laws relating to the handling of classified information, end quote. On September 19th, 2016, Trump stated, we also need the best protection of classified information. And finally, on November 3rd, 2016, Trump stated, service members here in North Carolina have risked their lives to acquire classified intelligence to protect our country. For 23, as President of the United States on July 26, 2018, Trump issued the following statement about classified information. Quote, as head of the executive branch and commander-in-chief, I have a unique constitutional responsibility to protect the nation's classified information, including by controlling access to it, more broadly, the issue of brackets, a former executive branch officials in brackets, security clearance raises large questions about the practice of former officials maintaining access to our nation's most sensitive secrets long after, after their time in government has ended. Such access is particularly inappropriate when former officials have transitioned to highly partisan positions and seek to use real or perceived access the sensitive information to validate their political attacks. Any access granted to our nation's secrets should be in, further, in furtherance of national, not personal interest. <laughs> Remember that, folks. He's going to be hoisted by his own petard. 
Trump's retention of classified documents after his presidency, page 10 of 49, and we're going to cut it off right after we, we read this page, and and we'll come back. We're ready for January 20, 21, as he was preparing to leave the White House, Trump and his White House staff, including now the packed items, including some of Trump's boxes. Trump was personally involved in this process. Trump causes boxes containing hundreds of classified documents to be transferred, transported from the White House to the Mar-a-Lago Club. <laughs> Just love that name. All right, number 25. From January through March 15, 2021, some of Trump's boxes were stored in the Mar-a-Lago's white and gold ballroom in which events and gatherings took place. Trump's boxes were, for a time, stacked on the ballroom stage as depicted in the photograph below. Yeah, you can take a look at it, folks, in color and in black and white. And, uh, and we'll attach it. In March 2021, Nalta and others moved some of Trump's boxes, this is March of 2021, from the white and gold ballroom to the business center at the Mar-a-Lago Club. Number 27, on March 5th, 2021, an employee of the office of Donald J. Trump, Trump Employee 1, texted another employee of that office, Trump Employee 2, to ask whether Trump's boxes could be moved out of the business center to make room for staff to use it as an office. Trump's boxes, it sounds like a good name for a band. Anyway, Trump Employee 2 replied, whoa, okay. So POTUS specifically asked Walt for those boxes to be in the business center because they were his quote-unquote papers. Later that day, Trump Employee 1 and Trump Employee 2 exchanged the following text message. Trump Employee 2, we can definitely make it work if we move his papers into the lake room. Question mark. Trump Employee number 1, there is still a little room in the shower where his other stuff is. Is it only his papers he cares about? There's some other stuff in there that are in not papers. Did that go to storage, or does he want everything in there on property? Trump employee two. Yes. Anything that's not the beautiful mind paper boxes can definitely go to storage. Want to take a look at the space and start moving tomorrow a.m.? Question mark. Not the beautiful mind paper boxes. Okay, I have no idea. Number 28, after the text exchange between... Trump employee one and Trump employee two in April of 2021. Some of Trump's boxes <laughs> in a decor clang were, were moved from the business center to a bathroom and shower. Mar-a-Lago's lake room is depicted in the photo below. We've all seen that. The hideous chandelier, the cheap plastic shower curtain in a sconce and brown and white. I thought it was Formica, but it's got to be Marl. In 20, number 29, in May of 2021, Trump directed that a storage room on the ground floor of the Mar-a-Lago Club be cleaned out so that it could be used to store his boxes. The hallway leading to the storage room could be reached from multiple outside entrances, including one accessible from the Mar-a-Lago Club pool patio through a doorway that was often kept open. Hello. No security at all. The storage room was near the liquor supply closet, linen room, lock shop, and various other rooms. Who knows who got in there? It's like, God damn. On June 24, 2021, Trump's boxes that were in the Trump's boxes that were in the lake room were moved to the storage room. After the move, there were more than 80 boxes in the storage room, as depicted in the photos below. Those photos also show a copy machine. 
<sighs> and we're going to stop right there on part 31. 13 pages into this 49-page indictment. Have fun. This is Just Ask the Question. I am your host, Brian Karam. Catch us for part two, Trump's Boxes. Catch you next time. Just in case you didn't hear that. Just ask a question. No, you really want me to. Just that. I'm working on um, songs for all the uh, my members of the Most Touch Network. Hiyo. Joe Elam Clayton shared my reel. Wow. Live. Um, Trump faces more criminal charges. Let's see here. Switch into. Hmm. Just ask the question. Revolution. U.S. has spent six trillion on wars that killed five hundred thousand people since nine one one. A report says just six trillion. Five hundred thousand people. You mean just Americans, right? Let's see, Arizona Medicare for All Coalition statewide monthly Zoom meeting. Nice. Gonna share that. this monthly meeting July 6th hmm
going out event Facebook to access my calendar Medicare for all coalition anyway yeah join the democracy movement near you man Okay. Okay, you know, karaoke means sing whatever you sing, it's good. Kala, okay, kala, okay. It's uh, Japanese. So, I hope you're enjoying uh, the podcast, all the censors. Those are the only people listening to this. Trump lawyer proposed secret settlement with DOJ 24 minutes ago. I'm Ben Micellis from the Midas Touch Network. A new bombshell report out from the Washington Post states that one of Donald Trump's lawyers, Christopher Keis, went to Donald Trump in the fall of 2022 and told Donald Trump that he should try to negotiate a settlement with Merrick Garland and the Department of Justice in connection with Donald Trump's theft of thousands of government records and Donald Trump's obstruction of justice. And what Christopher Keis had told Donald Trump, according to this report, is we need to take the temperature down. We should offer to try to come to a settlement agreement um, where you may have to admit certain conduct, but ultimately it could potentially result in you not being criminally charged uh, as a result of the settlement. Donald Trump not only shot down that idea, but we didn't really hear much about this lawyer, Christopher Keis, after that incident in fall of 2022, which we didn't even know at the time. We're now learning about it based on this Washington Post article. We now heard Christopher Keis's name again because he was with Donald Trump at the arraignment earlier this week simply because Donald Trump was unable to find any other licensed lawyer who was admitted to practice law in Florida and uh, within the district for the federal court for the Southern District of Florida, as Christopher Keis was, because in order for Donald Trump's other lawyer, Todd Blanche from New York, to appear, he had to appear um, per the uh, state bar rules in each state, he had to appear with a lawyer who was licensed in the state of Florida. The article that was just published from the Washington Post is called, Trump Rejected Lawyers' Efforts to Avoid Classified Documents Indictment. The former president was not interested in attempting to negotiate a settlement in the classified documents investigation. And this article goes on to talk about how uh, spoke to about seven advisors of Donald Trump, current and former, uh, who said that Donald Trump repeatedly, all on background, that said Donald Trump kind of just repeatedly misled them and lied to them. And had he not done that, he likely would have avoided charges if he actually followed the advice of his lawyers. Instead of following the advice of his lawyers, though, Donald Trump said, these documents are mine, 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 and Donald Trump listened to somebody who wasn't a lawyer, somebody by the name of Tom Fitton, you know, the guy who wears those really tight shirts who runs an organization called Jiu 